Welcome to Film Sessions Podcast. I'm Sydney Smith, and today we are so excited to feature Anderson Hopley. Hi, Anderson. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Of course. It's great to meet you. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are as a person and as an artist. Well, my name is Andy Hopley. Uh, I come from Northern Virginia, just McQueen, Virginia. It's like 20 minutes outside of DC. And I would say I'm not really a traditional filmmaker. I'm more of a producer as well as a manager. But this particular project that I submitted for Swift was more of a passion project. And it's something that I sort of just thought up. And I usually tend to do that with a lot of my work because I don't want to silo myself into a single function. I want to be able to kind of creatively express myself through multiple mediums with multiple outlets. Oh yeah, I completely understand that. Especially like being an artistic person in general, it often flows into all different sorts of outlets and kind of modes of art. Um, but what inspired you specifically to be interested in filmmaking or producing? Well, I, I sort of had a crazy journey to get here, I would say. I've always really gravitated towards film, but I think pretty much leading up until high school, I wanted to be a painter or a studio artist. Oh, wow. Um, and then I sort of fell in love with theater and did acting for a while and stage directing and producing. Um, and then I took a film course and that sort of changed everything. I know as cliche as that may sound, um, it, it sort of put a light bulb in my head that film wasn't just merely eye candy. It was something that could be absorbed and learned from. And we get so many great stories and experiences um, and even perspectives of things that we'd never even dream up or imagine. And that really got me into film, not necessarily as a filmmaker, but as an appreciator for film. Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I think that it's interesting to jump from all different kinds of art forms into film because it does kind of interact, you know, like with theater, you know, you're telling a story and you're kind of showing the audience characters and movement and with art, of course, you know, within the frame of a camera, there's so much that you can do with colors and with lighting and with sets. So it's definitely a transition that I could see happening. Yeah, I mean, I agree. There's sort of like this intersectionality of a lot of the things that I do. And I'm sure a lot of other filmmakers do where they take um, practices or skills from different dif disciplines and bring it into their experience as a filmmaker. And that's what gives us all these unique takes on the film world, which is really interesting. Oh yeah, 100%. Um, and I've seen, you know, so far, so many amazing films from this festival, um, but the film that you made and that you submitted, um, what is that about? What's the, the message of your project? <laughs> so The Shoes We Wear was a project that I had sort of dreamt up for about a year. Um, I even wrote down on like a, a note paper that I was going to eventually do this, but I didn't know how I wanted to do it. Um, I sort of got inspired by this one thing that happened to me when I was like 12 years old. And that tells you how impactful it is because I've still thought about it even to this day. But when I was 12, I was on a family vacation and somebody saw my family and I um, kind of like getting ready for a hike and everything. And they saw the shoes that we were wearing. And they said, you can tell a lot about a person by the shoes that they wear because there was wear and tear, there was dirt, grime, everything on our shoes. And that just shows that we had a journey and adventure. We've done things within these shoes because ultimately a shoe is just a shoe until somebody steps in it. 
Um, I think even Jason Bateman said that in Air, which is kind of funny <laughs> recently. And that's something that I've always thought about because I wanted to bring that into the film world a little bit because I think there's sort of this excess or surplus that in our Western lifestyles that we do with our shoes. You know, I usually only have a couple pairs just for different, you know, functions and maybe one for style or something like that. But I think we sort of hoard and collect our shoes. And I think that we need to be able to donate or give our shoes off to somebody else who might be able to tell a story with them or, you know, possibly needs them. So that's an idea that I just gathered all the footage for and I didn't really know how it was going to end up because I knew I was going to make a documentary, but what you do with documentary filmmaking is just kind of gathering information and all these clips and everything. And then you figure out what you're actually going to do with it. And that's what I ultimately did with this project and I'm really happy how it turned out. Yeah, you know, it's definitely an interesting process doing documentary because you're really working with kind of the raw footage around you instead of, you know, really planning a story per se. Um, but that's a really interesting perspective. And I think a good message, um, especially nowadays with all the different, you know, shoes you can get, all the different products on the market and just the overconsumption that we deal with a lot of the time. It's really interesting to kind of focus on just one old pair of shoes that you might have and the story that it can say about a person. I think that's really interesting. Yeah, um, so kind of walk us through, that's a bad pun. If, if you want to walk us through uh, <laughs> the process of like how you made this, because I know you were talking about kind of uh, compiling footage, um, but what did the, the process look like for you, especially since you're not necessarily a director or a filmmaker by trade? <laughs> sure, yeah. So I started in 2021 with the idea and I actually took the entire year to accumulate footage with my iPhone 12. Um, because again, I'm not a filmmaker, so I don't know anything about equipment. I'm like, I can't do wires. I can't do cameras. I can't do any of that. Um, even though I go to a film school, it's like very bizarre, but I essentially gathered all this footage and I knew that I was going to do something with it. And I thought a unique perspective for this particular, that idea that I had was to only get footage, uh, facing down so that all you see throughout the film is just shoes shoes, uh, feet, anything that's just below the waist. So you never actually see the horizon of the environment around you until there's a couple pan shots of, you know, a collection of shoes or even at the end, a baseball field covered in snow. I, I thought that gathering the footage that way is sort of this particular niche or very interesting way to approach the film documentary style. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really creative and an innovative way to deal with potentially a lack of resources or a lack of necessarily knowing the equipment, which I completely understand. Yeah. <laughs> I also went to film school, but I've never very, I've never been a very mechanical or a practical person. I've always preferred, you know, writing or, you know, directing, but not necessarily touching the cameras, dealing with the wires that can get really complicated. Yeah. So it really shows that you have the potential, you know, if you're an artistic person to make a good movie without that equipment necessarily. You can do it on your iPhone. If you have a creative idea or, you know, really innovative storyline, you can make it work. Um, so with that experience of yours, is there any advice that you might want to give other filmmakers who might be dealing with this kind of situation? Well, I think you just have to gather your resources and use what you have around you. I think a lot of people wait for the right opportunity to come up and, you know, I need this and this to make this film. I need this equipment. I need to 
wait this long to actually initiate my idea. And my advice is just go for it because I think there's so many directors, um, even notable ones nowadays that would have killed to have an iPhone. And, you know, a lot of us do, you know, we have that film and we have the, the camera that's just waiting in our pocket. But a lot of us have these ideas and don't fully execute on them. So my advice is just go for it. It doesn't matter your equipment. It's more about the idea. And you can always come back to your idea when you have the resources, when you have the availability, when you have uh, accumulated even more footage from maybe friends equipment, anything like that. So definitely just go for it. Yeah, that's a wonderful message. Um, and I think that's really important for a lot of artists to know because nobody starts out, you know, with all that equipment and all that masterful knowledge, whatever you might have, um, but everybody has stories in their head. And I think there's a way that you can communicate that if you're really passionate about it. Um, but I've also been thinking, you know, since you've said that this isn't really your area, you know, principally, um, now that you've made this film, do you have any plans in the future to continue making movies or do you have any other ideas that you've been inspired by? <laughs> I think if an idea comes to me and I have the passion to do it, I will chase it because ultimately with my career thus far, I've been chasing the fun. I'm not doing anything that's because I feel like I need to do it or like safety net or anything like that. I just do it because I feel that and it's a way of expressing myself. And I've always had ideas and they've been present within me, but I think it's a matter of actually going out and executing them. And so I'd love to in the future and maybe even pull together some equipment or perhaps I'll just do another on my iPhone. So I'm not quite sure, but I think if something does really speak to me, then that'll just be one of the ways that I talk about it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I think maybe um, you might not have thought of it just yet, but maybe your other experiences in different art forms might inspire uh, one of your films. You know, you could always incorporate theater. You can incorporate the idea of painting. Um, I actually screened a short film in this festival about a painter. So I just, that came to mind that uh, you can always mix those mediums together and see what happens. And that could always happen in your future, potentially. Um, but in the present, um, are there any movies, like well-known movies that you personally enjoy that inspire you? Um, would you say for this particular project or just in general? Uh, just in general. Is there any kind of film that, you know, kind of inspired you to really like cinema or something like that? Well, I'd say I'm actually a really big fan of old movies. I'm kind of a cinehead when it comes to the older films because I would just sit at home and watch black and white movies or movies where maybe the sound was a little off or something like that. And my parents would watch and they'd be like, that's so interesting that you like watching these and I kind of got into them because there's sort of this romanticism um, around a lot of the older films and I also really like a lot of Alfred Hitchcock's work and I think these films have allowed me to explore the whole cine space as an entire entity because I've just sort of seen them as films and these are films that are over 30 40 years old and it's just so impressive with what they could do at the time that I feel like with any current films, the possibilities are endless because if I enjoyed them so much at the time, I can't even imagine where film will go.
yeah, I think that's a great perspective, especially thinking that, you know, a lot of those movies back in the day, yeah, they were very limited. They only had black and white, you know, footage technology. They only had certain uh, technological abilities, but they still were able to make stories that could connect with people who, you know, weren't even born yet and had always had color TV or whatever we had. So I think that's really cool. And I think it's a great message, again, for like younger filmmakers that you don't necessarily need all of this stuff that's in, you know, everything, everywhere, all at once, or any of these high budget, really crazy films. Sure, yeah. You can make something with a, like an impactful story and that doesn't necessarily matter. Um, yeah, I think if I have any other questions for you, um, it would probably be, um, What's something like very exciting that has happened to you in your career so far? And it doesn't even have to be through cinema because I know that's not your main career at the moment, but is there anything really cool that's happened? Has some of your work been viewed or, you know, commended by people? <laughs> so I would say certainly for film, this is a big stepping stone for me. This is a, definitely a big step for me, but um, in terms of my artwork, actually, I've been doing a recent string of gallery shows. And that's been really cool because I've been able to present my work publicly with something that I've been doing privately for so long. I mean, I've been doing art since I was probably about five years old. I've, I've just enjoyed every moment of it. And to bring that into other people's lives and get a reaction out of it, especially the good ones too. It's just, I think it's a beautiful thing and it's like, it's very magical that other people can connect to my work and it's not just speaking for myself. It's allowing space for others to uh, take it in, be sponges and experience it for themselves. Oh yeah, that must be awesome uh, to be able to see other people kind of react to and absorb your art and come up with their own conclusions about it and really observe what you put out there. I mean, that's fantastic. And congratulations for having public viewings for your paintings. That must be spectacular. Um, Thank you so gonna, much. Yeah, of course. Um, I was even thinking as I was sitting here, you know, you could always make a documentary about, you know, people's reactions to art or the things that you put out there. Um, that could always be a way to uh, promote your work further. Um, and I, yeah, I mentioned that because also I wanted to ask if you have any social media handles that you want to put out there, any work that you'd like to promote on the podcast, like your art account or anything you might have. Yeah, I think the easiest way to reach me is just all lowercase Andy underscore Hopley. So you can just find me on Instagram. I usually feature a lot of my work near the top, as well as in my bio. I have links to all the films that I'm working on, as well as um, my artwork and sort of my management work. So that'll be the best place to reach me. And I also have a link tree in there as well. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate your time with us. I think you've given us a lot of amazing stuff to ponder. I, I really like uh, that you have such an interesting journey through film and through other arts. And I think that no matter what you choose to pursue, I think you're going to be very successful at it. Um, with your mindset and with your talents. So congratulations on being a part of this film festival. Um, this has been awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, I appreciate it. And if I can just say one last thing, I think don't be scared to be multi-hyphenated. I think we have this sort of stigma or pressure around ourselves to fit really well within one role and be comfortable with that. And I think as a creative, we don't wanna box ourselves in like that. I think it's important that we try a lot of different things and bring it to perspectives that we like in particular. 
yeah, awesome. I think that's a great final message. <laughs> so we're going to do kind of an official closer. They're going to edit all this audio, <laughs> but I'm going to do their, their official script. Uh, thank you so much, Andy, for being on the Film Sessions podcast today. It was awesome. It was really lovely to have you. Um, and I wish you all the best of luck going forward. Thank you so much. It was great to meet you. And this is a great space. I really appreciate what you guys do. Oh, awesome. Great. Thank you so much. It was great to meet you. And uh, have a good day. Yeah, have a good one. <laughs> Bye.